as boys lines. As bold as lion. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. You're listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the As Bold as Lions podcast. My name is Derek Charles Johnson and with me I have my faithful sidekick, <laughs> um, co-host, not a guest. Partner in crime. Yeah. I don't even want to say sidekick because that, that feels like, you know, I don't know. Too much, too much on the side. Like you're in this. You're being too kind. Okay. <laughs> anyway, hello and welcome. Um, we are so glad you could join us. Um, the wonder of technology and posting these podcasts is that as you listen to this, this probably will be right after Easter, but we're taping it ahead. And so mm -hmm. it's kind of a week in advance or so, um, but we're kind of just projecting into the future. We don't even know what a week <laughs> from now is going to look like, but as we are putting this together, it is um, just leading up to Easter, just getting yes. ready for everything. Yep. So um, I wanted to mention something. What was it? Something, no <laughs> something important. Oh, it, this, okay. <laughs> I wanted to have like some, some just kind of, you know, light banter before we start. Banter. Yeah. Nice. You know, kind of to mm -hmm. just kind of lighten the mood here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, I was just going to say just to everyone who's, who's tuned in so far to say thank you. Like it's been really cool to just see kind of, I think this will be our 10th episode at when it wow. publishes. Yeah. Nice. 10 episodes. And it's kind of cool to watch like every week through this service that hosts the podcast, you get like some statistics. And of course I'm kind of checking it every yes. day, yep. which, yes, you know, you I'm, I'm a nerd mm -hmm. like that, mm -hmm. but you get to see new places that are um, listening here, like a new state or a new city and like, oh, I wonder who's a new country. Mm -hmm. Right. Like literally um, in the last week, Pakistan popped up That's a listener cool. in Pakistan. Yeah. So I don't know who you are, um, anything about you, here. but we're glad you're here. Right. And hopefully this is resonating with you mm -hmm. and and people in the U.S. too. I'm like, this is probably, you know, this is getting beyond just like my family or, you know, a couple of people that right. I've told it. Like, so it's getting right. out there. Some people you know, that I, we, we know like it's, us, right? It's more people than I, than I know. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's great to see that. Uh, thank you for, for sharing it. Maybe you've found it, stumbled upon it on social media, maybe through another podcast you listened to, this was recommended. Um, and I'd love to hear from you if, you know, you could drop us yeah. a line and say, hey, I, I found you guys and maybe you really like it. Maybe yeah. you kind of suffered through an episode. I don't know. <laughs> but whatever, either way, um, drop us a line. Uh, my, my email is info at DerekCharlesJohnson.com, or you can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, um, through my website as well, DerekCharlesJohnson.com. Mm -hmm. So that's there. There's the, a little bit of just side note production stuff. I don't know what you want to call it. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Is that, what, is that a good yeah, word for it? Housekeeping. So, um, 
Have you ever heard this um, segue, segueing into our, our topic here? Have you ever heard this this quote where it's? I guess I had to Google it, but you know, it talks about like in the spring, a young man's thoughts turn to love or something like that. Have you ever no, heard that? No. no. Right, but I'm to, also extremely naive to <laughs> no. the world. <laughs> well, I I looked it up and then it, it like popped up right away on on this Google. Or oh, so then lots of Go, people which, have been thinking it, about it. But mm-hmm. it well, it's a, it's a famous like quote, you know, in the spring. A young man's fancy lightly turns to thoughts of love. This is a poem by Alfred Lord Tennyson. Hmm. Um, Loxley Hall. I think the name of the poem is Loxley Hall. But just like, you know, we're kind of moving into spring. It It's kind of like a weird time because it, one day it'll be 70, 80 here yeah. where we live in Tennessee. And the next day it'll be down the 40s. Right. It's still kind of you know up and down. But it's definitely like. Not winter. It's kind of definitely yeah. in between. I, I'm it's still not, not used to like what, yet, so what spring. Not, yeah. I don't really know what spring and fall are in the south because I. It's all kind of the same. It all blends all together. It kind of just goes like a light switch from hot to cold, cold to hot. Yeah. It's, it's just less hot. So yeah, but April, uh, Easter, it's just all kind of thoughts towards spring, mm-hmm. and thoughts towards love. I guess is kind of what I was trying to go with there and. Don't don't roll your eyes at me too much. But anyway, there's a there's a blog that I'm doing this month um, at my website, DerekCharlesJohnson.com. Blog publishes every Wednesday. If you want to sign up for them, you can go to my website there and, and get these in your email. But the title of this is Walking the Path, and the subtitle being God's Design for Singleness, Dating, and Marriage. And quite honestly, I'm, I'm kind of dusting off a. A series from a, a couple of years ago, and and uh, just putting it out there again, just feeling like this is this is something always relevant to to go back to, just like yeah. we did the Home Fire series back in February. Um, so we're gonna just dive in. So this new series, walking the path. Uh, exactly what does that mean? Well, the path is the road that we take in the Lord, in singleness, in dating courting, whatever word you want to have there, and in marriage. Um, it's not the same path for everyone. It's definitely, you know, it's not like a cookie cutter. This yeah, because we're all unique and we all have a unique story. Right, that's right. Um, and uh, the disclaimer I always put in front of any of these things is that we're not experts no, on this. Um, far from it. We're, we're just hopefully trying to encourage people wherever they are at on this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I know with five kids... We know that each one of them will need to find their way on this path, yeah. and we pray that they'll they'll serve God in each stage, whether they're single, they're, they're thinking about getting married, they're mm-hmm. you know trying to date somebody or whatever you know mm-hmm. those relationships, um, and then eventually having getting married, having their own families of their own. Right. You know, if the Lord chooses to do all of that, right. so. And also praying for their future spouse. Yes. Like that's heavy on our hearts uh, quite a bit as well. Yes. So these are our own, our own thoughts, but I believe it's informed from a biblical worldview. I think that's important as we, we look at this, just as it's important and looking at the home and things like that. And this first week to focus on is singleness. Um, this is where we all start, and it's a step in the journey that everyone takes. Everyone, Everyone's single at some point. Right. So it's pretty, pretty obvious, but that's just goes out, you know, something that um, we you have to admit. You can feel very alone sometimes in your singleness. Yes. You know, so, but we all start there. We all start there. Right. And so we have that commonality. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some are just single for a short period of time. 
and perhaps some Mary, some Mary Young, right? Even out of high school, mm-hmm. you know, we have high school sweethearts or whatever, yes. that kind of story. Mm-hmm. Um, some stay single longer and marry later in life. And that seems to be the trend, at least as polling data or things that I've, stories I've caught here and there is that mm-hmm. people seem to be waiting longer to get married, to start having a family and things like that. I'm not really sure why all the reasons. Um, so, probably, yeah, unique to each person. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> and then some some never get married, and that's okay, too. Right. So we'll talk a little bit about that, about that as well. Um, all of this is meant just to encourage you wherever you're at, and maybe not all of this applies to you right now, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Maybe you know somebody who it would apply to, and, and you could share this with them and just hopefully bless them in, in the, the stage that they are at. Um. So let's dive in. Uh, this first point is just, in, just about in your singleness, just giving glory to God, serving God yes. in your singleness. Right. Um, Psalm one nineteen verse nine. Why don't you give us a read on that? How can a young person stay on the path of purity by living according to your word? So I feel like there's a lot of pressure, maybe especially. I don't know, in the church, even, um, to growing up, I've, I've maybe felt this a little bit, um, to find someone, yes. you know, when you're in your teens and your twenties, right. like kind of start figuring out who that someone might be. And, right. and of course, you know, we're well removed from those days, yes, a little bit. um, which I I'm fine with. I don't <laughs> want to go back, but, uh, I felt, I guess I felt this in my own personal life growing up. And although I didn't necessarily date much, neither one of us really dated a whole lot before um, meeting each other in college. Um, But I had times where, you know, you just think, man, it would, it would be nice to have a girlfriend, you know, all my friends are, you know, so-and-so they've got a girlfriend and that's, that just seems like the thing I should be doing too, you know, kind of this pressure you put on your, yourself to, to want to fit in and, and have right. that as well. Right, exactly. Um, but no matter the reason, we're called to serve God and obedient, be obedient to Him in the in that uh, singleness, that time of singleness. Right. Um, really, being single is a great opportunity to serve God and put Him on full display in your life. Mm-hmm. That the time that, that you spend as a single person, is it's not wasted, it's time that God's going to redeem. He's going to use it for something. Right. And it, it should be used to glorify God in your decisions and um, to really be countercultural, you know, right. that, that, that whole mindset of the culture of like, you should be, you should be dating somebody. You should be, you know, romantically involved with somebody right. because we see this in celebrities or whatever, you know, right. so-and-so's got a new girlfriend and just ping pong from one person. Right. To the next. And they're just in relationship after relationship. And, and then in the characters they are playing on TV or in movies, they're, you know, in a new relationship. And it's just, that's the pressure. I guess we, we sometimes feel in this stage of life too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm missing something if I'm not doing that. Right. And I think God wants to remind us that, no, this is, this is what I have for you right now. And this is good. You know? Right. I mean, there's lots of, blessings that can come from being single. Mm-hmm. I mean, I no, don't take this the wrong way, but yes. I mean, I can fantasize isn't the right word, but you know, <laughs> yeah. 
dream maybe is a better word dream mm-hmm. about just the the freedom and the amount of um more time i would have on my hands mm-hmm. for things that i would like to do especially i mean even just things i'd like to do for the lord not necessarily just for myself but things mm-hmm. that i would like to do for the lord but i am not in a season of life that i can do that I have too many responsibilities right. in my home i can't um just you know for example like I really have a passion for prayer, yeah. but I don't really have a lot of uninterrupted time throughout <laughs> the day to just sit and pray. Right. I mean, I get up early in the morning and I do it because that's the only time throughout the day that nobody else is around. Yeah. But I mean, even that's I just hard think, to carve out. Sometimes. Even that's hard to carve out. But I <laughs> yeah. mean, it would be nice just to, you know, I do dream of like, oh, wouldn't it be amazing to have like a prayer closet and I could be in there for hours a day? Yeah. But you know, that's unrealistic. But yeah, I mean, someone with the gift of singleness. They have that opportunity, so there are blessings that come with singleness. Right. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Just that relationship that that you can have with the Lord, that really close, Mm -hmm. deep personal relationship is amazing. Yeah. You know, and And it's not to say you can't have that, but there's just there's just differences. Your time isn't always your own. Your time isn't always your own big family. Yeah, it's not always gonna be this way, but there definitely is a time where you have people dependent on you, five kids, a needy husband, you know. Yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) And it's like there's always somebody vying for your attention. Right. But at some you know, to some degree you still have to find that time. Right. I'm not saying that I don't give And you do. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that. Yeah. Right. It's impossible to but spend time your, with the Lord. Your it's heart just longs trickier. for more. Yeah, your heart your says, heart I would more. like more of this. I this wish is I good. could do this more and longer it, and whatever. It's you like know? Peter going up, you know, with Jesus, who are the disciples with on the Transfiguration? But they're just like, let's Peter, stay James here for a while, yeah. you know? Like, this is good. Let's just kind of camp out yeah, here. It's like, it'd be nice yeah, to camp just, out in the presence of let's the Lord. Just stay more here often. a little bit. Or Jesus. have more opportunities to do that. Right, right. So, singles, you know, hopefully. You have Encourage, more of that. Yeah, yeah, like you ha- like you're you, getting that opportunity right now, which yeah. is a time. Bask in that time. Right. You know? Enjoy that. Use that because it's it. It won't always be like that if you get married and you have kids. And, right. You know that might be staying obvious, but it's a good reminder anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I mentioned in the blog, and I was just going to mention it here that there's this Tim Tebow example. Um, he got married last year in January of 2020 must've been before all the uh, pandemic stuff. And Mm -hmm. so he's off the market. Sorry, ladies, but, (laughs) (laughs) but he served, you know, he served God as a single person. I think he was always kind of this highly sought after bachelor, but he wasn't one of these guys that you just saw dating just to date. Like, Oh, who's Tim Tebow dating? I don't even remember even hearing about anything until he was engaged or whatever. And so again, that's kind of countercultural the way, a person like that goes about things. And, you know, people like that shouldn't be the exception. It should be kind of the rule within the church that Mm -hmm. we see more of that. But sadly, I think that's not a story we see a a whole lot that it's just very, we're driven to to say, get married and, you know, start your life and do all that. And, and those are good things, but everybody's like we said, there's everybody's path is different. Yeah, exactly. So, um, second point is just that God cares more about your dreams than you do. First um, Peter five seven. Would you read that for us? Cast all your anxiety on Him because He cares for you. I use that verse because I think we we tend to get anxious when we start thinking about when what's God's timing. When's right. the right one going to come through the door? Mm-hmm. Um, 
we start to kind of wonder and get just really fixated on that if we allow ourselves to. Yeah. And um, start to worry about it, start to blame God, start to whatever. Um, we have these things called biological clocks. <laughs> you know, and maybe women struggle with this more than men because there's a window of which if I want to have a family and I want to have kids and right. there's only so much time. Right. And um, so it means I got to be married by a certain age. I got to have kids by a certain age. I have to have life all neatly planned out and kind of know what the next 20 to 30 years of my life is going right. to look yeah. like. Well, it's real um, popular. Isn't it like, like having like life coaches and life plans and it's just very Everything, popular within the culture. Right. Yep. And not saying that's a bad thing. No, it's not bad to plan. Um, but you can't, there's a lot of unexpected things yeah. that life throws at us right? and things that we still have to, to deal with as they come. And right. singleness and waiting may be one of those things where, where we have to, you, you don't want to rush the process and just yeah. say, well, him or her will do. And, right. You don't have a you know, like, decision. Right. You have so to. So that it fits your timetable. So that's, that's just really not reality. But what is reality is that. We know God knows what he's doing. Yes. Always. And yeah, always. Um, waiting is sometimes hard, but it's not wasted. Again, singleness is a gift. And mm-hmm. another example here is, is the Apostle Paul. Right. Um, I think if you look at Paul and all that he did in the early church, could he have done all of that if he was a married guy, if no. he had a family? No. He no. wouldn't have, because something would have suffered. Yeah. And I think he would have felt like he was always leaving one thing to go do something else and mm-hmm. kind of like torn between two things. Right. Um, he, and yeah, and he actually says, you know, it's preferable for some to stay single. This verse in First uh, Corinthians 7, 6 through 8, um, I think this was ESV. Now as a concession, not as, not a command, I say this. I wish that all were as I myself am, meaning being single. But each has his own gift from God, one of one kind and one of another. To the unmarried and the widows, I say that it is good for them to remain single as I am. But if they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry, for it is better to marry than to burn with passions. So the takeaway there just being that the impulse mind, and, and I, I agree with him, is that the, um, the desirable thing, if you're going to be in ministry, especially to that level and that extent of what Paul was doing. And, you know, we might see this with people in the mission field or, or even just pastoring or whatever. There's, there's a certain season in which singleness is preferable. Right. Um, might just be a season, might be your entire life. You know, I know people that are in ministry that have remained single pretty much their whole life. And, yeah. you know, whether they've wrestled that with, with that or not, they, um, they've made that choice and, and they've, decided this is this is better for me in order to serve the Lord more freely in yeah. the way that he's calling me to. Right. I, I think that's that's right. fine. Um, so this is third point, last point for uh, for this podcast today is this that for some singleness is lifelong and for others it is just a season. Yeah. Again, it's kind of going back to that Psalm um, 139 verse three, if you'd read that. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. So singleness can be looked at in a couple different ways. There's the on the one hand the extreme of just impatience and desperation, wanting to get married, mm-hmm. and on the other hand, um, some contentment, finding contentment in your singleness and being happy for 
for where God has you yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Uh, none of this that we're we're talking about today is somehow just a band aid fix on everything because right. I know single people can struggle yes, with this. Definitely. Yeah. Right. I mean, contentment's hard for whatever for any, any reason. In any, <laughs> you know place. Yes. But I, I find contentment is is a like what's the verse Paul says about I've learned to be content. be content regardless of my circumstances. Yeah. Again, Paul. Um so that's that's just the the reality is that to keep coming back to that because you may have days where you're you're fine with it and life is good and you mm-hmm. may have other days where you're just really like I wish things were different, you know, right. and kind of that why God, what, what, what's going on? What are you doing here? And, um, so either way, whatever season you're in, holiness and purity are required before God. Um, he knows your heart's desires. He knows the things he's, he's wired within you, placed Mm -hmm. within you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if you're, if you're a woman and you're like, I really desire to have kids and, uh, you know, you have that kind of natural, just which, you know, nine times out of 10, a woman just has that, you know, like you right. can't tell me that men and women are created the same because women have this, this natural mothering, nurturing, nurturing thing. Mm-hmm. We already see it in our almost two year old that yeah, she's you know, very nurturing she's, with everybody. Yeah. In so, her own little awkward way. In her own way, at little 18 way. Months. But yeah. So, you know, God knows what he's placed within you. He knows the, the gifts and the abilities and the things that he he wants to draw out of mm-hmm. you. So he's not, he's not going to waste any of that, but again, it's his, his timetable. Mm-hmm. Um, and for others, you know, like we said, that desire to marry is never really strong and it's, it's, it's okay. Right. Still, still required to stay pure in that, you know, mm-hmm. if, if it's kind of a life of celibacy type of thing, then you're called to, to remain, remain pure. It's like Paul kind of said, if you're, if that whole lustful thing is, is overwhelming, then get married, you know, but if not stay single. Right. So above all, bring, bring glory to, to God in it and yes. through it. So we just, we just hope that this encourages you guys somehow for those, whoever's out there listening, whoever comes across this, that it's an encouragement and it's something that just gives you something to kind of grab a hold of, especially in those days where maybe you're, you're really wrestling with the it's idea okay to wrestle too. Yeah. You know, it's okay to just be honest with, with your feelings to, with God, you know, he wants that. He wants that close relationship with right. us, the good, the bad and yeah. the ugly. It's like you're with a friend, you know, with a close friend, you're not always just going to say everything's great and right. I'm always okay. Like with God, you know, if he's, if we have this close relationship with him we're going to share with him our hearts our you know our fears our doubts everything Mm -hmm. the times when we're just frustrated and he wants us i think to to bring that all to him surrender it to him but be open and honest about it right you know he knows it anyway right let him carry the burden Mm -hmm. yes so i think this has been hopefully just a, a good discussion on this topic of singleness. And next time we're going to do part one of a two part. The next two weeks are going to be on dating. So next week will be part one of, of, the what dating. Is, of dating called the yes. uh, intentional dating. So being very, uh, I guess, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Very direct in, uh, in our attitudes and thoughts towards dating and finding, um, perhaps a potential spouse through those encounters. And just that goes back to like, when we've talked to the very beginning about having a plan, like having a plan plan. isn't always bad. Right. You know, and I think you should have a plan in dating. You shouldn't just fly by the seat of your pants because, right. You know, it might be a better thing to not date and remain single and and kind of wait for God to open those doors um, to not just date solely just to kind of date around and say, well, I'm in a relationship. Right. So, um, so we're looking forward to that, and I uh, hope you'll you'll check back with us. If you would, Corey, read us out with uh, Ephesians five fifteen through seventeen. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. All right. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. God bless. Hey, guys. This is Derek Charles Johnson. You have been listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. I am a blogger, a songwriter, an artist. And if you've been encouraged by this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and share. And head over to DerekCharlesJohnson.com for more encouraging content. God bless.